Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 104, 104 of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. I still can't do that. I know, it's weird. We'll figure it out. Anyway, welcome to episode 104 of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. This is Adam. Hi, Joe. Hi, Adam. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. I love acting like we haven't been sitting in the room together. It makes me laugh. Um, how are things? <laughs> things are great, Adam. <laughs> good. The uh, new uh, It trailer dropped. Oh, yeah. So good. So creepy. So creepy. Oh, man. I'm so very, very excited. I already want to pre-order tickets. I'm I, like, can I, can I pre-order tickets now? <laughs> so it's funny you would say that because um, another trailer, or not a trailer, uh, they, they, the powers that be announced the name of the Wreck-It Ralph sequel this morning. Oh, did they? Yeah. It's very long. It's a little convoluted, but it's Ralph... Breaks the Internet, colon, Wreck-It Ralph 2. I First love Wreck-It Ralph. missed opportunity, Ralph wrecks the Internet, you're good to go. That's what it should have been. But um, you saying you wanted to pre-order tickets, our good friend Christina, who's on the show all the time, she loves Wreck-It Ralph, I think, more than she loves like anything outside of her dog. And her husband uh, and I were texting today. He's like, you think I could pre-order for tickets for the movie that's coming out in 2018? Yeah. So... But I, yeah, I agree. I want, when does, do you know when it? I think it's this fall. That would make sense. I think it's the first part because I'm like 95% sure they're doing two films. Yes, They're they doing are. the kids and then. Yeah, the, they're, uh, they're breaking up, this one up yeah. timeline wise. Is the book like that? Like split in half? Uh, I think so. I've never read it's been it because it's since I read a thousand it. pages. It's long. And I'm terrified <laughs> of clouds. So Good reason not to read it. <laughs> yeah, handing me a thousand-page clown book is my literal nightmare. I yeah, it's been a while. Since it's I okay. It. I it's all right. But yes, that is how they're um, breaking it up. So. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about today? <laughs> Than the it trailer. Before we do that, we should because we always wait till the very end, and then we're like, do that. Yeah, do the thing <laughs> that you're gonna do. Yes, go. <laughs> Yes. Hey, Adam, if people want to find us, <laughs> see how I turned it on you? Yeah, that was a really good job. So if people want to get a hold of us, and we've had a bunch of new listeners over the last couple of weeks. So if you're not aware, we're on Twitter, at ProBookNerds. That's Jill and I. We don't have a special sidekick that does all of our social media. Actually, we didn't have a special sidekick that does anything. Jill and I do all of it. We edit the podcasts. Which we do everything. Which is why they don't always sound great, because we're not professionals. Uh, we schedule our podcasts, pat on the back for us. So if you want to reach us on Twitter, at ProBookNerds. And if you want to send us an email, if you want to use more than 140 characters, at, nope, professional, and the, <clears throat> professional book nerds at overdrive.com. Yep. I always give you a hard time, and then I tripped over my words. So 
Yeah, shoot us an email. Let us know. I think that people will probably give us some feedback on this one because we're going to talk about the biggest books of April. And the one we did in March had a ton of listeners. So I'm guessing people have a lot of interest in knowing the biggest books upcoming in the next month. And if we miss any that you're really excited about, shoot us an email and then we'll talk about them on the next couple episodes. Yes. Yes. Agreed. I think unless you work in the book world in some fashion you probably don't really pay attention or always know when stuff is coming right. out so yeah I, I think that's why these particular episodes are always so popular yeah and it's something where i mean we are fortunate we have are like the, the back-end system that our libraries use to purchase content for their overdrive libraries we can see pre-sale and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff months in advance so we have a little bit of an advantage which is why we feel confident in doing this so just if you're new to the podcast or you haven't been listening for too long, just so you know, these are books that, A, some of them have gotten a lot of buzz, but they're basically books that Jill and I are most excited about for the month. So Correct. Some of the ones we're excited about will align with things that you'll probably see like in Publishers Weekly and Goodreads and all over the place. But then there's others that you and I have found digging through the weeds that you may not have heard of or won't hear of. So again, if we miss any, just shoot us an email, send us a tweet. We want to know your list as well. And as always, Jill and I did not send each other our list ahead of time. So we may have a couple that align. We may be slightly off with the numbers that we have each. But yep. it always kind of works, works out. Yeah. Serendipity tends to work for this. So yep. um, you look like you're scrolling through stuff. Are you, did you have something you wanted to say before we dove in? Dive, 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 no, I was just in. trying to organize. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you want to start? Or you want me to? I do. Actually, I have. Okay. So we had mentioned on a previous podcast that, let's say, I'm going to say 99% of books come out on Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There are exceptions. The big exception to that is any Harry Potter books. Yes. (laughs) So on uh, Saturday, the Fantastic Beasts audiobook will be available. Oh, man. And Eddie Redmayne. What a human. I, love I know. Him. I love him too. So Eddie Redmayne is narrating the Fantastic Beasts audiobook, so it will be available through Overdrive. Our library friends can pre-order it now um, in Marketplace. But if you are a if you're a library Overdrive user, hopefully your library will buy it. If not, you could recommend it. Mm-hmm. We, my wife and I, bought the we bought it on Amazon this past weekend and may have watched it multiple times yeah. already. Oh, it's- I love Eddie. He's such, he's just. He's so cute. He's an adorable human. He's like, an adorable I, human. I tell that, I was actually the exact way I described him to my wife. I was like, man, what an adorable person. He's adorable. Yeah. So, so Fantastic Beasts audiobook. Yes. Saturday. Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. Guy. I know. So that was, I just wanted to throw that out there mm-hmm. as a start. I'm going to say, do you want to actually like dive into your, your ones that are sure. normal? Yeah. Um, I'm trying, uh, I got a lot of nonfiction. This is like a lot of celebrity bios and memoirs. Celebrity memoirs. There's a lot of celebrity memoirs coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I personally am really excited about is Secrets of My Life by Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. I I'm just I just wanna know. Mm-hmm. Like I just wanna know. Like I yeah. remember buying the Vogue um magazine article when she was on the cover a couple summers ago. So that comes out in April and I'm just I just wanna I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested. That's yeah. fair. Uh, my first one is called If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. And they always say don't judge a book by its cover, but I will admit that I, it caught my attention because of the cover. If you look at it, 
it has a skull on it that looks very much like it's from like Hamlet. And so the description of it, they basically the beginning of the description talks about the main character's name is Oliver and it he just served 10 years in jail for a murder that it's unclear if he committed it or not. Um, and on the day he's released, he's met by the guy who put him in prison. So, so far, just sure. like a normal suspense thriller. I'm like, okay, whatever, run of the mill. But then it continues going on with the description and it says that Oliver is one of seven young actors studying Shakespeare at an elite arts college and all of these seven people normally play the same roles off stage as they do on stage. They're either a hero or a villain or a tyrant, ingenue, et cetera, et cetera. So when the casting changes, their secondary lives actually change as well. And then they have to try to figure out who actually committed this murder, what happened. And so it's like a mix of theater and murder mystery. And- That's like everything i love right exactly so in it's one a, yeah so it's called if we were villains by, oh i've seen that cover okay yeah. um oh and before we get to that's if we were villains by ml rio also if you're new to the podcast don't furiously write down everything that we're saying just go to the show notes in your podcast app we will have all these books written down with links to overdrive.com so i want to say that before we got too late although if you are like me and you're sitting here you're listening to it you're like on overdrive yeah so I Typing actually, stuff in right yeah, now. Jill is the, a genius, as we've talked about before. You'll go in and you'll place holds on these titles. So as that, we're recording the as episode. As we're recording so that you're first in line. I'm actually, I'm not going to do that this time because if I can be open and honest, I was sent two boxes of advanced reader copies of books for upcoming events that I or we are doing, and I cannot add to my tbr list right now i I can't do it that's okay i'll never get through the ones no it's okay yeah so what'll happen is all these books that i'm reading for podcasts in the future they don't come out till like the fall so after i do these events then i'll have a lull and i'll go back to these books and have to wait in line forever but that's okay so anyway that was that was my rant i should we have a lot of books i should stop talking so much in between uh, so next up for me is Burn Town by Jennifer McMahon. I read her Night Sister book and just loved it. Um, and this sort of falls in that same line of suspense with a lot of sort of secrets and twists. And it's about a woman named Eva who um, is known as Neko. Maybe like the wafers? I don't know. Um, I like that. That's a good nickname. <laughs> Neko is a also, good nickname. Also, Neko wafers, man. Right, Neko wafers. Old school. Yeah. So uh, she um, lives in a sleepy new england college town but there's a lot of um there's an area of it that is sort of abandoned mm-hmm. um known as burn town and and so she has to kind of rely on those misfit residents of burn town to help kind of solve um a mystery of uh people you know dying <laughs> <laughs> yep uh-huh. um and so there's just yeah they describe a uh a mystical woman living off the grid a kind of soothsayer um so i just there's a lot of interesting characters it sounds like and again the the night sister had um some big twists that came and and i love books like that and mm-hmm. it sounds like this is going to have a similar um feel to it so that would be burn town yeah my next one is Killers of the Flower Moon by David Gran. Uh, if that name sounds familiar, he wrote The Lost City of Z, which was very popular. That was a number one New York Times bestseller. Uh, this is nonfiction, 
And I like reading, I don't read a ton of nonfiction, but I like reading nonfiction about stories I'm completely unaware of. Right. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of, like, this just isn't for me. Like, I don't want to read a nonfiction about a battle in World War II. I just, those types of things, I feel like, even if it's a battle I'm unaware of, the idea of it I don't, you know, I know. Correct. This is something I I did not know anything about. Um, Basically... In the 1920s, the richest people per capita in the world were members of the Osage Indian Nation in Oklahoma. Uh, the reason being that oil was discovered on their land. And then, uh, so like for a while, these people in this Indian nation would like, they were riding around in fancy automobiles and they like built their own mansions. They were sending their children to Europe to study. Mm. And then all of a sudden, all these people from this Indian nation started disappearing or dying mysteriously yeah the face you're making which people can't see is i was reading this that's insane to me um and so not only were people dying who were involved in this indian nation like anytime anyone tried to investigate it those people would die too this this is all true and so what happened like the ring i know and right around the same time the fbi was created and so what this go that what this story is is David Grant basically revisits these horrible series of crimes. Literally, dozens of people were murdered, and he weaves in basically what happened and how the FBI got started. And it just again, this I had I knew nothing about this, and I felt almost like I, reading the I felt kind of guilty not knowing anything about this, but. I'm fascinated and I cannot wait to read this. And that's Killers of the Flower Moon by David Grant. And again, that's nonfiction. True crime doesn't sound like it's going to be a very happy book. So just FYI, but I can't wait. Just by thought hold. Um, (laughs) What's next for you? Uh, Okay, so this is sort of like a part personal plug as well. Kind of in a weird way for our local listeners. If you didn't do this local this <laughs> personal plug, I was going to plug it for you. Um, so my next book is actually Everybody Yoga by Jessamine Stanley. Um, she has made a name for herself mostly on Instagram as a plus size yogi. Her Instagram feed is incredible. Awesome! <laughs> oh, I love her so much. She is just she's fierce and fabulous. She's up there with like Lindy West. Um, can I just can I say not only is are her posts on Instagram amazing, her Instagram stories are the I love her yes. so much. She is incredible. So she has she, again yogi. Um, she is a yoga teacher. She has a book called Every Body Yoga, which I just love the play on everybody uh-huh. and everybody yoga. Um, but it is two separate words. Every body yoga, and um, so that's coming out in April. My copy is pre ordered, so I will be getting it good times but for our she's going on a book tour and she will be stopping in cleveland in may Mm -hmm. may 18th with our friends at the cuyahoga county public library and i will be sort of having a discussion moderating her uh her event you're not giving yourself enough credit they specifically asked for you to moderate it they did fancy her publicist and publishing company did specifically ask for me I'm going to be sitting in the crowd just like <laughs> cheering like, I know Jill. So if you are a Cleveland listener and you come on out. Just come hang out. Yeah. You can watch Jill be amazing with an amazing <laughs> author. Another amazing author. Yeah. I'm really excited to meet her. Yeah. And I'll just be there taking pictures. There you go. Because she's pretty sweet. So. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm I'm pumped for my copy. She had put up on Facebook like a 
um, on her Facebook page, like the first chapter, the first couple mm-hmm. for the book, and I'm I'm pumped. I'm excited. Good. That makes me happy for Yay. you. Obviously, you're wonderful. You could. We get to do cool stuff sometimes. We do. Uh, my next one is called Marlena by Julie. I think it's Bunton. B-U-N-T-I-N. Again, it's in our show notes. So take a look. Uh, it's a debut novel. And it's about this 15-year-old uh, named Kat. And she's in a new town in rural Michigan. She's lonely, doesn't have any friends. And then she meets her neighbor, who's this crazy sort of manic girl named Marlena. And... Through Marlena, Kat experiences a lot of kind of teenage firsts. She has her first kiss, and she has a cigarette and a drink, and she becomes uh, really close with this Marlena, and then a year after meeting her, Marlena dies. She drowns in six inches of icy water. So uh, then it fast-forwards to decades later, and Kat has to try to move on with her life and figure out what happened, and um, this is really interesting. I... I was caught by the whole six inches of icy water part of the description. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something I feel like I had to make sure. I made this list at first, and I had like 19 murdery books. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, hold on, Adam. Pull back. Uh, that's funny. Um, but that one's called Marlena by Julie Bunton. I have Geekerella. Yes. By Ashley Poston. Uh-huh. Which is, uh, do you have it on your list? I don't. I actually had it, and I was like, there's no way we both wouldn't, wouldn't have mentioned this. But continue. Go ahead. So it is um, Story of Cinderella set in like a fangirl, fanboy kind of way. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's like, how I would describe it. I would describe it like that. Yeah. It's, there's a there's a old school TV show that the main character really likes that is having a reboot. And she's not a fan of the person who has been cast. <laughs> What? That never happens in real life. Um, who's been cast as the main character and through just some book magic, mm-hmm. they end up texting each other, not really knowing who the other person is. And it's real, it's cute. I, I read an arc of it and, um, I'm excited for other people to read it. There's a lot of really super nerdy references, which is like my favorite part. How nerdy are we talking like? <laughs> Not like super nerdy. There's like levels of nerdy, you like know. Pop culture nerdy, yeah, like pop ready, culture like nerdy. Ready Player One style. Yes, like Ready Player One style. And they and and the author Ashley is is clearly kind of playing on the idea of comic cons and TV show conventions, mm-hmm. um, like conventions for TV shows. Yeah. Um, and yeah, pop culture references. It's, nice. Yeah, Ready Player One style. It's Man. probably closest to it. I love cons. Yeah. I'm going to book con. You we'll are going to Bacon. Expo America. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> it's, um, my next one is When You Find Out the World is Against You by Kelly Oxford. This is a, it's nonfiction. Uh, if you're not familiar with Kelly Oxford, you should get on Twitter and then you'll become familiar with her because <laughs> she's one of the best people on Twitter. Uh, she had a previous book. It was a bestseller called Everything is Perfect When You're a Liar. And this one, um, it's a bunch of, it's a collection of essays and and things about her life uh she's done a couple of things that every time she does something on the internet it kind of everyone either loves her or sort of hates her (laughs) um which i love so she basically oh when the when a lot of the stuff was going on with the election she created a hashtag it was hashtag not okay and it basically, literally millions of women came together using that to talk about their stories of sexual assault and things like that. And Kelly was the one who 
not only started the the hashtag, but she was like spent hours just retweeting everyone's story so that they could get out and people mm-hmm. could see it. So, um, I've seen people describe her as like David Sedaris and Mindy Kaling ish kind of, and those are pretty accurate. Uh, but yeah, I, she's just wonderful. She writes uh, screenplays, and she see, you would think by following her. Um, and seeing how many followers she has as she lives this like glamorous life, but she'll tweet all the time about like her seven year old telling her that she's <laughs> that she hates her or sure. like, all this funny yeah. thing. So uh yeah, when you find out the world is against you by Kelly Oxford. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um another Kelly oh Kelly Osborne has a memoir coming out. Nice, good job. You can't really read the title online. <laughs> It's a, there's no effing secret. We'll just oh, leave okay. it at that. Yeah, um, so Kelly Osborne, good times, mm-hmm. you know, all those Osborne. I assume just a, just a story about being Kelly I'm Osborne. I'm pretty sure probably. it's just, yeah, a story about being Kelly Osborne. It's good enough, yeah. Good enough for me. She's got her crazy purple mohawk on the cover. It's pretty sweet. She's really cool. She is cool. Uh, next one, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it, but I want to mention it. The Shadowland by Elizabeth Kostova. Elizabeth Kostova was on our podcast. We've mentioned this book several times, but it's finally out. So if you listen to the podcast, you can actually read the book now. Uh, if you're familiar with the name, she wrote The Historian, which was a number one bestseller. Uh, basically, if you if you like that, you'll love this. Uh, check it out. Go back and listen to the podcast. But Shadowland by Elizabeth Kostova is finally out. So huzzah. Yay. Yay. Um... Okay, the rest of mine are all memoirs, so you're just going to have to deal with that part. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nevertheless, by Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love Alec Baldwin. He's great. He's great. He's He had a time when he was cranky on Twitter and then got off Twitter, and now he's back to being great again. On SNL, yeah. So, um, Alec Baldwin. I, like, I feel like with the memoirs, I'd have to be like, yeah, this is the person who has a memoir coming out. Yeah. So Alec Baldwin has a memoir coming out. Um, the next one I have is American War by Omar El Akkad. Uh, this one I've talked about a little bit, and he, I interviewed him, but he, we haven't done the podcast just yet because I wanted to let the book come out. Uh, debut author, it's a Second World War that occurs about 100 years from now into the future. Uh, there's a horrible plague, and then there's one family that's kind of caught in the middle of everything. The main character's name is Surat, and um, she basically has to figure out how she wants to survive in this life, and there's all sorts of stuff. Um, Half the world is underwater now because of global warming, and uh, there's just a lot that goes on. Her family, or her father is killed, her family has to go and do a, like a, almost, I don't want to call it a concentration camp, but they call it a camp for displaced persons. Doesn't make it any nicer. Um, but it's just, it's a really, really ridiculously good story. And the author, Omar, has uh, traveled the world telling stories about Guantanamo Bay and stories from Egypt and Iran and Iraq. And so he has just some incredible worldview. So American War by Omar El Akkad. Uh, next up, I feel so torn sharing this one, but... Um... It's My Cubs, A Love Story by Scott Simon. You know, Cleveland Indians mm-hmm. <laughs> lost to the Cubs. But um, Scott Simon is the host of NPR Weekend Edition. So anyone who listens to NPR on the weekends will be very familiar with his voice. Yes. But he's apparently a huge Cubs fan. And so 
he has written um, a personal story about yeah. his his love affair with the the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I saw that. I can't, <laughs> I can't read it yet. I'm not ready. I just love Scott Simon. His voice. I'm like, that's fine. Can you just talk all the time, please? I just can't read it yet. No, that's fair. Uh, my next one is Startup by Dory Shafrir. Uh, I learned about her because her husband, Matt Myra, is a podcaster that I listen to a lot. He's on the Nerdist Network, and he's talked about his wife's book all the time. Uh, but basically, think of, if you're familiar with Silicon Valley, the show on mm-hmm. HBO, like a satirical look I love at, that show. at startups and things like that. That's basically what this is. The main character has what he, what is determined as a $600 million idea. And he thinks that he has a way to turn it into a billion dollar idea. And there's just, it's basically all like the inner workings of a crazy Silicon Valley type of a uh, office space and all the stuff that happens in the middle. I've seen this. I was excited about this, even if I hadn't heard of it anywhere else, but I've seen this on like Time and Vulture and everyone else's top books of the year. So you may have heard of it, but Startup by Dory Shafrir. I'm very excited for that. This one's really good. Yeah, it's. She's she writes for BuzzFeed, um, well wrote for BuzzFeed, but um, yeah, she's really really talented. I'm excited for this one. So, and her husband Matt Myra is very funny and very good friends with Chris Hardwick. And hey, maybe this is a way that I can find out. Chris Hardwick is like my spirit animal. So, no, I, it's my good feet. luck with that. That's what good I'm doing. Just playing the long game here. Sure, I got it. Um, for all of our Broadway fans out there, Carol Channing has a memoir coming out. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. See? I yeah, it's called Just Lucky, I guess. Uh and it comes out. Um might be dating ourselves. I don't know if we're dating ourselves, we're being like Carol Channing. But know, whatever. <laughs> Carol Channing is like she's just one of those <sighs> man. <laughs> I mean, just when it comes to Broadway, like old school Broadway, she's a legend. Yeah. She's amazing. She is amazing and has been in so many things. And yeah, so Mm -hmm. she's got a memoir. That's amazing. Carol Channing. Going to read all about the old school Broadway. Uh Uh, My next one is Born by Jeff Vandermeer. Another one where the cover is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, This one, again, I saw it on all around the place. Publishers Weekly, Mm HuffPo. Everyone's excited about this one. Uh, But it's fantasy maybe a little bit sci-fi uh but there's a young woman named rachel who is surviving in kind of like a dystopian world uh she discovers born b-o-r-n-e uh he's basically like a a machine but she can't tell if he's an animal or if he's a plant or whatever he is uh she kind of she rescues born and then a lot of the novel has to do with um born trying to figure out what he is if he's a robot if he's a person and then as he grows he begins to threaten the balance of power in the city and put the security of the whole sanctuary at risk um so yeah i the cover like i said the cover itself oh that is an interesting cover yeah but i'm really interested in this that's born by jeff vandermeer carol cheney was my last one Oh, okay. Do you have a lot? I have a couple. More. Okay, go um, ahead. One I want to mention really quickly 
uh, a twist in time. If you have been using Overdrive for a while and you're familiar with our big library read program, uh, Global Book, Global Digital Book Club, um, Julie McElwain had a previous book that was one of our big library read picks called A Murder in Time. Uh, the second book in that series, A Twist in Time, is coming out. So that I just want to mention really quickly. The next one is Tell Me How This Ends Well by David Samuel Levinson. And I'm just going to tell people what the tagline is because it caught my attention. Why is tonight different from all other nights? Tonight we killed dad. Um, so, Sounds good. Yeah, I'm really interested. It's a family that, it's a Jewish family that decides to kill their father over Passover. And having all right. It. Uh, half my family is Jewish, so Passover, the whole why is tonight different than any other nights comes from the readings you do at Passover, and that uh, made me chuckle. Got it. Um, and then the last one I want to talk about is actually not a new book. It's a bit of an older book, but it's being released uh, as a part of Penguin's African Writers series, and it's called Devil on the Cross by Ngugi Wa Tiango. Uh, it's, he was a Nobel Prize nominee multiple times. And I'm actually just going to read basically what it says at Overdrive.com. So one of the cornerstones of Ngugi's fame, Devil on the Cross, was written in secret on toilet paper while he was in prison. It tells the story of Waringa, a young woman who moves from a rural Kenyan town to the capital Nairobi, only to be exploited by her boss and later by a a corrupt businessman. As she struggles to survive, she begins to realize that her problems are only symptoms of a larger societal malaise and that much of the misfortune stems from the West's capitalist influences on our country, an impassioned cry for a Kenya free of dictatorship, and for African writers to work in their own dialects. Devil on the Cross has had a profound influence on Africa and on post-colonial African literature. So I just the idea of someone writing a book I know. in prison, like in secret on toilet paper, it blows my mind. So, Seriously. Uh, again, this isn't new, but the... I didn't know that Penguin was doing this. They have this African writer series. This is the fifth book okay. in that series. So um, Good we job. have them all. Actually, we have them. And if you go to, if you look up this book through our listing in the show notes, you'll see the other ones. We have it all linked together. So Sweet. Yeah. That sounds good. Those Ooh. are the ones I've got. Okay. So. We're good. Okay, cool. Again, like we said, if you have any books that you want to tell us that you're excited about that we didn't mention let us know and then we didn't ask this last month but if you read any of these books let us know what you think because i'm always curious to hear what other people think of the books that we chose because not all of in fact most of these we haven't read yet so correct yeah all right well that's all i got that's all i got cool all right well i hope you guys yep 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 go we have a big interview coming up on monday we can talk about it at this point yeah we're good let's do this okay so by the time this comes out. We already have done the interview with George Saunders, who's amazing. Yes, he wrote Lincoln and the Bardo, which I'm sure you have heard about. Yes. Not just on our podcast, but everywhere else. Every, yeah. In fact, my favorite moment of the day, in it, other than actually talking to him, was scrolling through Twitter and seeing Seth Meyers tweeting about how the day before we spoke to him, he was on Seth Meyers' TV yeah. show at night talking about Lincoln and the Bardo. Yeah, so we got to talk with George, um, and that'll be out on Monday. Yeah. And I'm excited. We got a lot of his time for someone who had no we, time. Yes, we did get a lot of his time. He's yeah. very personable and mm-hmm. very um, informed about his the topic about Absolutely. Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. 
He has a lot of very, very smart things to say. Yes. So I think you guys will really, really appreciate and enjoy that. Yeah. So we be coming on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, if you want to make sure that you don't miss that, just go ahead and subscribe to our podcast and iTunes or anywhere else and it'll just automatically go on your phone. See? There you go. Then you can wake up Monday morning with George Saunders. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to re-listen to it. I I try not to do that. I know, but it was so good. That's what I'm going to. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? I think that was it. Awesome. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.